Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, time to talk women's football with Alicia Carnabas. Evening, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Hey, team. How are you? Very good. Um, let's kick off with a topic that we talked about last week, actually, and we were raving about the form of Holly McNamara, and it seems Tony Gustafsson was in agreement because he selected her for the Matildas squad to face Canada in those two friendlies in December. But uh, goodness me, she's been unlucky, hasn't she, Holly? The injury curse has struck again. Do we know what the diagnosis is? Is it the dreaded ACL? It is, unfortunately, for Holly, the dreaded ACL. I think this is number three for her. And um, just just so unfortunate. I was actually watching the match and uh, it didn't even look like there was too much in it, just with the, the contact that she had with the, with the keeper, if there was at all. And you just see her go down straight away and we all sort of thought the worst from the get-go. But it's just... Uh, no words. She's still a young kid, 20 years old, and you, you get your call up to finally uh, be a part of the Matildas and what to me are very important matches against Canada shaping into the Olympics and um, I'm, I'm sure she would have had the Olympics as a goal for herself and to have this injury has just essentially ruled her out it's quite devastating and it's a shame as well I think for the national team to lose her because I think she's just been in such good form and of course her club as well Melbourne City. Now, Alicia Stewart from the People's Democratic Republic of Victoria has a question for you again. Uh, It's about Holly McNamara. Uh, Stewart says she's been mugged in nearly every game this year with the end result another year out of the game. With the A-League women's standards getting better, why, unfortunately, is the officiating not? It's the age-old cry, of course, that uh, referees are always to blame. But uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, Look, yes and no, I think. I think what we also need to realise is as much as we've got this growth in, in, say, a full season with the A-League, as an example, and I guess the growth off the back of the World Cup that people expect, we've still got a long way to go. And I think um, sometimes when we get caught up in in moments, which have been brilliant for for our country and our sport, um, kind of forget about all the other things that make our sport what it is and one of those is officiating right so I think we're still in a growth phase with officiating quality I would agree with that um do do I think there's room for improvement of course um I think if we are serious about the growth and succession of our game then of course we need to look at all the angles so um I don't disagree with Stuart but um the stage that we're at I think it's something that'll be looked at a little further on there you go thanks for your question Stuart Alicia, looking at the rest of the uh, Matilda squad, uh, no Alex Chidiak, who is struggling mm. for, for game time over in Mexico. I think she's uh, actually left her club now right. today, hasn't she? Anyway, okay. sorry, go on. Uh, Charlie Rule gets a full call-up after being a train-on player for the Olympic qualifiers, and Ivy Lewick is back. Uh, are you surprised Tony Gustafsson has turned to her again? Uh, she is 39 <laughs> next March. Um, there's nothing wrong with being 39 next year, I can tell you that. But look... <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I go back a very long time. We played schoolgirls together in 96 and 97. So that's how long um, she's been playing in a part of um, state and, and national teams. We, we essentially grew up playing together up here in Queensland. Um, her longevity is a, is a different one. She hasn't always been a part of the framework, right? She's come into this, I guess, uh, Matilda's framework very, very late on in her career. Am I surprised to still see Tony select Ivy? Yes, purely for the fact that he never uses her, right? So we, we haven't seen a lot of her on pitch um, in the best part of 12 months. I see her playing for club and she's sensational and she's still sharp as ever. But for country, um, Tony continues to pick her, but I just don't see her on the pitch as much as perhaps we'd like. Um, so, yeah, look, if we're looking at time on pitch, I'm surprised. Uh, Chidiak is a is a more glaring omission for me. Um, I would have been leaning more towards Alex Chidiak over Ivy Lewick if it was me in the in the coaching selection spot. But um, he has his reasons, Tony Gustafsson. Yeah, and to be yeah. fair, I mean, I think Ivy Lewick. Uh, I think she had an injury at the Women's World Cup as well. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you know you need experienced players around the camp to uh, mm-hmm. to, to guide the younger ones. Um, let's uh, turn our attentions, Alicia, to the domestic competition. Uh, Melbourne City, thanks largely to Holly McNamara, remain uh, one of only two unbeaten teams after their win in Newcastle where she picked up that injury. Uh, yeah. Can City cope with the loss of their leading goal scorer? Clearly, if it's an ACL, she's not going to play again this season. Yeah, look, she's, she, her impact has been immeasurable for City. Um, we can't sort of shake away from players like Hannah Wilkinson. I think they still got like she's still got her space in the team and she's still capable of scoring some amazing goals. I think what City will lose is that that um, that depth in the attack and uh, that I guess the dynamic space that um, Holly sort of brings and the attacking sort of flair that she brings that feeds into City's game. So they'll have to adjust, but they've still got some some quality quality players up front that they can still lean on and um, still get them some results as well. We saw Emily Van Egmond back in Newcastle as well for a fifth stint, um, scoring on the weekend in a in a three-two yep. loss. Is she, you know, is it only going to be a short-term four-game stint like it's been reported, or is she thinking more long-term and staying? It's tricky, isn't it? I think at the end of a, an NWSL season and, and wanting to maintain match fitness leading into the Canadian matches, of course, it makes sense to be in the A League. I think long-term, though, um, Emily would and should be if she's considering the Olympics, which she definitely is, um, looking abroad pretty much after this stint in the A-League. I'd be surprised to see her stay. Of course, she'd get the match time, that's no question, but the the same token, Tony has made no secrets about being in the best leagues in the world. Uh, The A-League, we're not quite there, and leading into an Olympics, I'm I'm pretty sure we'd see Emily venture again overseas, but a good addition nonetheless, and I'm really glad to see Matilda's going home. I think that's important um, to go back to where you began, and I think that really feeds into the culture of, of club football. Uh, Perth Glory's 100% record is over, but they did maintain their unbeaten start at the weekend, uh, just with a 96-minute mm-hmm. equaliser against Melbourne Victory, which I guess shows their resilience in adversity as well. Agree with that. I mean, Melbourne Victory as well, um, they've always been competitive. We talk about Jeff Hopkins often, right, and him as a coach and what he naturally builds into teams. So I think... Um, the match of the weekend for me was always going to be watching Perth, who've had this stellar start, and then, of course, Victory, who've got so much history in, in the women's league. So um, I think a draw was fair, but impressive again from Perth to hold on. It's, it's not easy, and to score that last-minute winner is, is credit to them, absolutely. 
And you, Brisbane Raw boss, Alex Smith, got off to a, a losing start. Uh, his side went down 1-0 to Western United. Um, is he going to take some time, do you think, to get his star- style of play going? Look, he will, and there's always going to be adjustments. Just chatting to a few people up here around the Raw, um, it's a natural adjustment. The new coach is going to come in and, and have... Uh, I guess, his style of play, something that he wants to implement with the team and with the squad. Naturally, that might come with some personnel changes and starting lineups. Um, it, it, it takes a little while just to adjust to, to what the new coach's expectations are. So uh, first loss, of course, first game, not, not the stat that any coach wants, but um, I think he'll build. I think he'll build into the club and, and, in, and with the team as well, and we'll see a bit of a, a change, I think, coming up this weekend with a few, few new faces. Just finally, Alicia, amazing stats in the uh, Adelaide-Sydney game where the returning Fiona Wirtz, of course, was the star with two goals Mm. in Sydney FC's win. Uh, Jessica Seaman making her first Sydney appearance since the very first game of the competition back in 2009. That's extraordinary. What's she been doing in the interim? I want to know what she's been doing because that was a stat I had to read twice when I saw that come out. I was like, what? Hang on a minute. Oh, nine. We're, that's a big gap, right, for anyone or any player. And to come back and play top shelf um, domestic league, it's no mean feat. If you've had a little exodus, it's, it's not an easy thing to come back and, and do. But it is a very cool stat to have. So good for her. And um, <laughs> I hope she builds into the season. Absolutely. If you've made it back and you're in the fold now, go on and have a great season, I say. Alicia, you were playing in 2009. When are you coming back? Just played five-a-side tonight at the old Olympic <laughs> FC outdoor football court. And um, I tell you what, the 40 minutes non-stop, I think I've only got a half in me these days. That's about it. <laughs> well, that's half more than me and Broski, I dare say. <laughs> yeah. um, I will ask you one more question, actually. I just want to finish off uh, overseas. Um, again, underlining the growth of women's football, 43,000 at Old Trafford for the Manchester derby, won by City. Yeah. <laughs> against United by yeah, three Julie goals noted. to one <laughs> and a great experience you know for the likes of Alana Kennedy and Mary Fowler both of whom of course play uh, for City and were involved in that game but um, yeah wouldn't it be great to see something like that for our domestic game here so good and look we love to see it 43,000 for a derby uh, for the women's game is just Unreal. Good on those players, Kennedy and Fowler. I mean, what a what an atmosphere, of course, Manchester Derby. So it's exciting uh, for the WSL and gives us something to aspire to, Simon. If we can get 10,000 at games, I'd be pretty yeah. happy. Well, we did that for the Sydney Derby in week one. Maybe we'll do it again before the end of the season. Uh, we will certainly do this again next week. Alicia, thanks as ever and uh, speak to you in a week's time. Thanks, Alicia. Awesome. Cheers, team. That's uh, Alicia Carnavas with uh, the women's game. We're off to another quick break. On the other side of it, we'll go through some of your messages and uh, tweets.